All right, at this time we'll have our first message, a split sermon from Mr. Ken Barton, entitled, Will He? Mr. Barton. <clears throat> this was something I saw this morning and I kind of had a chuckle with. So many things coming back in style, I can't wait until morals, respect, and intelligence become a trend again. Denzel Washington, I kind of like him. <clears throat> Seems like things are going crazier and crazier. But there's a way to battle that. So, uh, start at Luke 18. Verse 1, then he spoke a parable to them that men ought always to pray and not to lose heart, saying, there is in a, was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, and she came to him saying, get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I do not fear God nor regard men, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said, and shall God not avenge his own elect, who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? All throughout the history of man, what would you say has been the cause of mankind's problem? In my opinion, it's our lack of faith in God. It's really that simple, isn't it? Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. It took me a long time to realize he was talking about atoms and molecules. This solid wood it's got more space in it than it's got wood, I think. What one uh, what a teacher that I had said, almost everything, rocks. <clears throat> now, I want to make it clear, I did not say that it's really easy, but rather that it is that simple. There are a lot of things that we don't know about that aren't in the scriptures, but I'm sure that the knowledge was there. I'm talking about way back that people knew how they were supposed to live. Abel believed God and knew what to do when he presented his offerings, right? Cain didn't. I think he knew what to do, but he didn't believe God. He didn't believe that he had to do it that way. <clears throat> and in the process of time, as the Genesis 4, 3 through 5, 
It came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. But he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. You hear about people getting angry with God and it's kind of the same deal. They're upset because they did it their way and God didn't honor it. You got a problem with that? I don't know how to fix that. According to the New Living Translation, Noah was righteous. And this uh, Genesis 6, verse 9. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, the only blameless person living on the earth. at the time, and he walked in close fellowship with God. Think about that. The only blameless person living on earth, out of how many? Doesn't matter. I'm thinking there were at least millions. But he was the only one. God was so fed up, he was going to wipe everything out. Every living thing on the earth, think about that. But thankfully, Genesis 6-8 tells us Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. I'm pretty sure that this is because Noah believed God, right? God isn't hasty, thankfully. So he considered everything, and he saw Noah. Noah is probably talking to him. It's also interesting to me that Noah knew and understood about clean and unclean animals because God told him to take seven pairs of the clean animals and only one pair of the unclean animals. Noah did all that God instructed him, having faith and believing that God knew what he wanted and meant what he was saying. According to everything that... uh, that I read looking up this, it took about 120 years from the time God told Noah, or God decided that he was going to send the flood to the time that the flood actually started. And you know what's neat? You see in movies where it shows, and some of them showed Noah out there looking for the animals. When Noah and his family went into the ark, all the animals came. You know how long it took for all the animals to get into the ark to show up? And I don't know who was brave enough to tell the lions, no, can't go there, you go here. Seven days for all the animals that needed to be on the ark to show up and get on. Let's look at another case of what and whom to believe. When Satan tempted Eve, it seemed like a simple conversation, didn't it? And here's, again, New Living Translation's version of it, starting in Genesis 3, chapter 1. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of those trees in the garden? And he knew that he was telling the flat-out lie on that, in that question. 
Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die. I don't know if you really went. Take a little uh, dramatic license here. The serpent replied to the woman, God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God. You will know the div- knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful, and its fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it too. I still want to know what he was doing all this time that this conversation was going on. At that moment, their eyes were open. I've wondered sometimes how that conversation got started. Okay, Did it really begin with Satan asking that question you know, in, the, in a kind of incredulous voice? You know? Did he, like, come running up? Snakes had legs then. Kind of out of breath, like he just heard it, you know. Did, did, did God really tell you that? Or had he been coming by and chatting with her for a while, developing a, a relationship? That really doesn't have anything to do with anything, though, really does it? Because the main factor here is God told Adam, and Adam had told Eve, Do not eat of that fruit, of that tree, or touch it, or you will die. Simple. But Satan had them looking at that tree in a whole new way, since he's the father of all salesmen. I shouldn't say that. (laughs) There are some honest salesmen out there. But that's one of the tricks, is to develop a hunger for it, or a, a... Develop the need, develop the want to, get interested in it. That's the only thing that had changed, was the way they looked at that tree. Satan made history. He was the first being or entity to lie to mankind. That wasn't new to him, though. Lying, because he'd already been lying to the angels, right? He got a third of the angels to follow him. And then great destruction, and then try again with Adam and Eve. This is how Jesus summed up when talking with the Pharisees in John 8. Because Satan's been lying ever since then with Adam and Eve. When they claimed to be God's children, after Jesus called them out, when they were having trouble deciding whose children they were, starting in uh, John 8, verse 39, they answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth which I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. 
you do the deeds of your father. Then they said to him, we were not born of fornication. We have one father, God. I wonder if Jesus was tempted to make a buzzer noise. You know, because <clears throat> Jesus knew about television. <laughs> I can't remember what game show it was, but there was a game show that if you came up with the wrong answer, they buzzed you, zapped you. Anyway, but of course, they didn't know about television. They had no clue. They wouldn't have known what he was doing. So he just answered and said to them, uh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> he just replied and said, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God, nor have I come of myself. But he sent me. Why do you under not understand my speech? You know, if he'd have broke off into Italian or something, you know. Maybe, but he was speaking in their language. Because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your father, the devil. And the desires of your father, you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. Then Jesus explained a little further, but because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Which of you convicts me of sin? And if I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God, Here's God. Here's God's word. Therefore, you do not hear because you are not of God. But here's the thing. All that was and has ever been, the key thing is that we have faith in God. That we believe him. That is what faith is. Right? Right? If Adam and Eve had believed God, then they would have spotted Satan as a liar. Because that's the whole thing about determining whether or not something is true or not true is weigh it against a scale. You've got to have a scale somewhere, right? Whether somebody tells you they're selling you a pound of gold, you kind of want to know if it's a real pound. So you'd put it on a scale. Okay, so if someone's trying to tell you, sell you a sack of goods like that everybody that is born is just indiscriminately attached to sex by the doctor. And, oh, I'm going to call this one a boy and this one a girl and this one, I don't know. I don't know where they get that because all we have to do, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's pretty easy to tell. <clears throat> so if they'd have just weighed what God said against what Satan said, they would have called Satan out as a liar, as saying something other than what was true than what God had told them. And we can do that also. We can completely believe what God said is, as absolute, impeccable truth and completely believe that anything that doesn't agree with what God says is a lie. Sounds easy, but you've got to pay attention. Stay on your toes and learn God's word. 
Satan laid the groundwork. That wasn't the first time I don't believe that he had met Adam and Eve. So they had, they had a, a deal, you know, a relationship, and they were kind of listening to him. <clears throat> we got to learn God's word. We got to be ready for when things come up, but not to worry, because there's a lot of lies going around these days to weigh his words against. LGBTQT. Abortion, Christmas, Sunday worship, things like that. All of those things God does not like. And he's not bashful about saying it. People are just bashful about acknowledging it, unfortunately, or reading it or something, you know. How can it be that people ignore God's word? about these things because they don't believe him and they don't want to either. My opinion, they can get mad at me. Hebrews 11:6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. If we believe that, there's a lot better chance of us actually diligently seeking him, isn't it? Check out Hebrews chapter 11, the faith chapter. Paul gives witness to so many who have passed on before us, true believers of God, and pay attention to the last two verses, 39 and 40. And all these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. God having provided something better for us that they should not be made perfect apart from them, or from us. So see, we get to be made perfect when they are. Actually, just a little bit if we're still here later. Because they'll be raised perfect first. And there's only one thing you have to do. to be there, and that's believe God. 